Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Tuesday, December the 22nd. Uh, I hope wherever you are, however you are, how this finds you, uh, I just hope that uh, you know of God's great love for you and God's great nearness to you and how good you are in God, in Christ Jesus. My friends, let's continue again the sequence that we started on Sunday with the Annunciation uh, of the Archangel Gabriel to Mary, and immediately she went uh, to visit Elizabeth. That was yesterday's gospel. And today, after that interchange where, where Elizabeth joins Mary and says, Ah, blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. How is it the mother of my Lord has come to see me? Immediately after that interchange, and, and then the end where she says, Blessed are you who believed that what the Lord said to you would come true or could come true. Immediately, Mary goes into one of the most gorgeous prayers in all of Scripture, and that is today's gospel. Luke chapter 1, verses 46 to 56, what we call the Magnificat. Luke 1, 46 to 56. Let's pray. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. From this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm and has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Mary remained with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, isn't that just so beautiful? So, my friends, this is, uh, again, called the Magnificat. Uh, if you have ever visited a uh, religious house, let's say you were in a house of, of Carmelite sisters, uh, let's say you were in a, a Benedictine monastery or you were among uh, the Dominicans, when they do what is called Vespers or evening prayer, this is the canticle that is sung. And, uh, or, or gosh, I mean, if you do the prayer of the church, just um, a morning and evening prayer, uh, what our priests do, what, uh, what our deacons do, uh, this is uh, the prayer uh, of evening uh, at Vespers, again, the Magnificat. The one that is done at morning uh, is uh, the Canticle of Zechariah, which we also hear in Luke, which would be, if we continue Thursday's scripture, we would hear, I believe, on Thursday, but we're not going to get there. Uh, end of chapter one of Luke, if you've ever wondered where that is, but after John's birth, when Zechariah's mouth is opened, the words he says are his canticle, and it's just beautiful as well. So again, these are the, the columns, the pillars, if I, I would say, of morning and evening prayer, uh, and it's just so beautiful. So my soul, this is Mary. Okay, this is after the Archangel Gabriel has come and said, Hail, full of grace, meaning you are the graced one. You are filled with grace. 
Uh, and this is after she's invited in to be the mother of our Savior. Is she puffed up? She goes and visits Elizabeth. Is she puffed up and said, look who I'm going to be. Look what I'm called to do. The first words virtually out of her mouth, except for I'm the handmaid. I'm the handmaid of the Lord. You know, be it done unto me according to your word. Are these where she says, my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. It doesn't proclaim her own greatness. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. This woman, whom we believe to be without sin, conceived without sin, right? The Immaculate Conception we celebrated two, three weeks ago. Still in need of a Savior. And she proclaims that here. And again, this, this most gorgeous of prayers. My soul proclaims the greatness of God. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his lowly servant. She sees herself as this one of lowly servant. How has God looked upon her? To do this mighty task, to carry this, this mighty responsibility. From this day, all generations will call her blessed. She doesn't say that in a spirit of haughtiness or, or arrogance. Oh, look at me. All, all people will, will, will put me on a pedestal and, and call me blessed. She sees what the future looks like. All people will call me blessed because of this task to which I am called, which is to bear the Savior, to be the ark, to be the ark that carries Jesus within her. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His name. I know I've said this before I'm, because I'm simply not that creative. But that whole idea of, of John Paul II, you know, that, that M that was on his crest for his papacy, his papal crest, to Jesus through Mary. All generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me because she will point the way to Jesus, to her son. That's all she will do. You know, my friends, I think there is a tendency within humanity. There is certainly a tendency within me, but I don't think I'm alone in this, to lift ourselves up. I think it's someday I'll, I'll talk more about that. Uh, today's not that day. Um, why we do that. But I think there's a tendency to want to build ourselves up and, and to become that which we do or that office which we hold or position and, uh, and say, look at me. And, and it's how we identify ourselves. Uh, it's how we may introduce ourselves. But look at the one, the one who could have done that. And, and look how she introduces herself. He has looked upon his lowly servant. The Almighty has done great things for me. From this day, all generations call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, not my name. My soul proclaims the greatness of God. She realizes who she is. And then, you know, again, this whole idea of he has mercy. God has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit, those ones who do lift themselves up and say, hey, look at me, look who I am, apart from God. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things. The rich he has sent away empty. Um, and he has remembered, uh, he has come to the help of his servant Israel. He remembers the promise of Israel, a promise of mercy he made to Abraham, Sarah, and their children. I mean, it's this idea, brothers and sisters, within our church, we have this idea we call the preferential option of the poor. That, 
that the heart of the church, the heart of God, the Lord hears the cry of the poor. We sing it, right, as a psalm. Blessed be the Lord. That God has a heart for those in need, not just those people without money, although those are the poor. Make no mistake about it. No mistake. Um, But the poor are those whom you and I cross in their path who may be melancholy, who may be depressed, who may be down because of a situation in their lives. Maybe they just lost someone they love. Maybe they've lost uh, something they identify with themselves and all of a sudden they realize who they are and what they are and they're feeling down. Maybe they just have lost uh, something that, they, they, that was of great importance to them, their marriage, a job, whatever. And they are down. Brothers and sisters, they may have a great sum of money in their bank, but they are the poor at that moment. And we are called to minister to them and love them and listen to them. And Mary, I mean, brothers and sisters, if you've ever wondered where this preferential option for the poor comes from, listen no further. Look no further than the Magnificat. He has shown the strength of his army, has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things. The rich he has sent away empty. To be rich is not a bad thing. That's not what Mary is saying. I do not believe that. But if I trust in my riches and if that becomes my identity, he will cast us out because we choose to be cast out ourselves, because we choose something other than him. Brothers and sisters, Matthew chapter 25, when when we celebrated Christ the King four weeks ago, before Advent started, what was the gospel that we chose? Matthew 25, the sheep and the goats. He will separate them and he will say to the sheep on his right, Come, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world because I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. Sick and in prison and you visited me. Because we are called, brothers and sisters, to have the heart of God who has the heart for the lowly. We may desire to puff ourselves up because we're trying to cover something. But our God sees the reality. And the reality is this one whom could have puffed herself up didn't. Saw herself as lowly, but a tool, a pencil, as it were, in the hand of God. And if she can do it, can't we? Blessed, all nations will call her blessed, all peoples. Do we call her blessed? What role does Mary have in our life? We don't worship Mary. Worship is for one thing only, and that is for God. If we were to worship Mary, that would be idolatry. She is a human like you and I. Well, at all, my friends, we are to honor her. We are to call her blessed because she teaches us so much. And uh, this day, not only uh, on the Annunciation on Sunday did she teach us what humility looks like, what acceptance looks like, what her yes, and therefore what ours, but here she teaches us what a disciple looks like. That it is not about us. My soul magnifies the Lord. That's why it's called the Magnificat, brothers and sisters, by the way. Magnifies in Latin, Magnificat. If you've ever listened, I know my friend Dennis listens to this podcast. If you've ever listened to you two, listen to their song, Magnificent, because it is just that. It is magnificent. And it is Bono's and the band's Magnificat to God. Our soul proclaims God, not us. 
Mary has much to teach us, teach us. And all nations, all peoples will call her blessed because she shows us the way and points us to her son. Let's pray. Again, I uh, just invite you to bring your intentions and place them in the arms of her mother. She'll take care of them. She knows where to put them. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The second joyful mystery, the visitation. Gosh, we're one day behind. We were yesterday, too, when we did the Annunciation, which was Sundays. Today we're doing the visitation, which is yesterday's. Tomorrow we'll do the Nativity, which is a day ahead. Ah, One day off. The second joyful mystery, the visitation. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, bless you. May your soul magnify God's greatness today. And I look forward to us being back together one more time tomorrow. Uh, to break open the readings for this week. God's peace.